Big Ten baseball tournament's underway today in Omaha, Iowa, taking on Michigan in the first game of the day. Cubs are back at Wrigley to host the Mets tonight with Drew Smiley on the mound. Adam Wainwright starts for the Cardinals tonight as they try to bounce back against the Reds in Cincinnati. After the Lakers were swept by the Nuggets last night, 38-year-old LeBron James expressed uncertainty about his future, saying he'll consider retirement this offseason. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday get two for one on the best wings in town. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO with you uh, until just before 1 o'clock. Trent's plays of the day, another successful winning day yesterday. Circus Sports sponsors those. Bottom of the hour, Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports. Uh, Maury Hanks coming up here in about five minutes or so. We will uh, promo or get the uh, get the promoter, actually, uh, for the event coming up at Wells Fargo Arena. The Hawks men and women playing uh, in downtown Des Moines. So, Trent, real quick on this, uh, so we don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, flex scheduling is now coming to Thursday nights in the NFL. It's only a certain amount of games. There's five Thursdays after Thanksgiving, which could be flexed. Uh, the blowback is, is I guess I wasn't expecting it to be this loud um, from some of the... I don't know, and NFL writers, talkers, etc. What 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 am I missing? It's twenty eight days. It's not like you know that we can flex out of next Thursday and we can do it today. Mm-hmm. You have to have twenty you have to have twenty eight days notice. It's only five days. If you look at the schedule, there's only one that you know, on the surface, well, I'm going to run by Seahawks, Cowboys, that relevant game? It should be because Cowboys be, are involved, right? even if neither team's real good. Pa- Cowboys. Patriots, Steelers? Could be a dud. Could be Steelers though. Okay, they, they'll probably be like six and eight at the time, and so the win their last three games to go nine and eight. Okay, uh, Chargers, Raiders, Raiders could be two and eleven, but the Chargers will be in, in contention for something. Raiders could. It's no. a division game. Yeah. I think that one could stink. You do. I think Chargers are going to win the Super Bowl. I know you do. Right. Um, I know you're wrong. The Saints and the Rams the following week. That could be ugly. That could be ugly. That's the stinker to me. And then Jets with Rodgers, although the ankle. He's got a bad ankle. He's got a bad ankle. Man. Diana Rossini reporting live on SportsCenter from Jets Camp. Uh, and the Browns. So what What am I missing? Why are people pissed off at this? It's 28 days for crying out loud. Well, because people do actually go to games. They don't sit in their basement and watch. People. 7% of NFL fans go to stadiums, according mm-hmm. to Jerry Jones. So don't we need you to have... care about them a little bit? It is a TV product. But I'm not, you don't have to, it's, it's not like you're getting told on Wednesday, tomorrow night, get this game is being moved. No. You got four weeks. You got a flight in. Think that's cheap to change? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not like, remember, there wasn't too many years ago he had to stay over Saturday night to get the good rate. That's no longer in effect. Fly Southwest. Well, not everybody wants to fly that crappy airline. Okay. But you can still change your, you got four weeks. Right. But again, the inconvenience that you're talking about. How many about, people are we talking about being inconvenienced? 70,000. Nah, that's not the whole stadium's going to be inconvenienced. Come on. You don't think so? No, I don't. I don't think but people... Thursday night need to get a sitter now. Some. I don't have kids. I don't. You don't. 
Right, but I'm, so you can't put me in that seventy thousand. I'm saying, what percentage of the seventy? Is it ten percent? Is it twenty percent? Ninety percent will be inconvenient. Too high. That's too many. <laughs> Not everybody has your life, Ken. In fact, a very, very small percentage has your life. It's 28 days. You've got, you've got been told, and it's not every Thursday. This may happen. It can only happen twice. And you have Friday work. Take Monday off. You have to stay Sunday to watch your games. It's not like the game's being canceled. You still get to use your Thursday tickets on Sunday. It's not easy. And I am happy. And the first that I heard of this was the Mara family came up with this and said, hey, how about the people that actually pay for our product, mm-hmm. the people that actually go to our games. 7% our, of the uh, 7% yes, of the NFL Yes, how about fans? that 7%? Those mm-hmm. are the people that are paying the bills. Those are the people oh, that are... Oh, no, 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 no. My DirecTV bill is $340 for, for, for the year. Right. I'm paying my share, too. What's the NFL get out of that cut? I don't know what it is. Half? 34 bucks? 10%? No, more than that. Half of it? They don't get half of I that. I bet they do from DirecTV. You know the NFL, they're going to hold you hostage. Oh, you're speaking. I thought you're meaning per month. Okay, okay. No, no, no. For my, for my, uh, for my for Sunday ticket. Sunday ticket. Yeah, yeah. They're probably okay. getting more than that. One hundred and seventy bucks. I don't think it's what that does the big a ticket deal. cost. Uh, probably eight hundred, nine hundred bucks. I mean, it depends where you sit. Obviously, I think you got to go north of that. Probably right. If you're in Jacksonville, it's one thing. Try to get Chiefs season tickets. I think in Denver, and then my tickets were seventy five bucks, and this was ninety three, ninety four. So it's probably twice that much now. I would say probably even north of that. Well, I've seen season tickets, what they've done in the, let's see here, 27 years that I've had them at Iowa. Uh, they've gone up more than double Have during they? that time period. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Well, so I, you don't like it. You, you think it's no, an I'm inconvenience. Fine with it. I, I, I'm fine with it. I'm also happy that they actually are showing some empathy or the people that actually go to the games, the people that well, are about the, What about the millions of people that are watching a stinker on a Thursday night? We'll watch anyway. That's true. That's that's a good point. We will watch anyway. Yeah, that's that's fair. We will. I'll watch the Patriots and Steelers. So yeah. will you. Uh, so will the Even country. Both teams are six and eight, mm-hmm. and we'll be how there. Co- how come? Why will we watch? Well, because I'll have a bet on it. I was going to say that little number that goes with one of the like teams the, either has a plus or a minus a half. behind it. Right. I'll be hopping aboard there. I guess I was floored by the um, the amount, the volume of the pushback. Now, as a college football fan, we are used to the 13-day window. And it is annoying as hell. And in some weeks, it turns to a six-day window. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks but as a what, fan. But what do, we, what do you do? You swallow hard. Right. But I don't have to fly to Iowa City to do it. True. I don't have plans. I don't have mm-hmm. that one game a year that I'm coming to, and you have to wait. And if that's the one game that you have, and now you have to change all that... That's what makes it difficult. It's just difficult on the people going to the game. And I'm, I am happy to see that there were people that were standing up and saying, can, can we at least hit pause on this? Can we evaluate it instead of just step back, swallow hard? You've got to accept it. I like that. Where's this going? Are we ultimately, we do have now a game on Black Friday, mm-hmm. which I don't like. I don't either. Um, but what, where, where, where's, this, where's this leading? Football all week. It's not crazy, right? There's going to be some point though that we start to see the numbers start to trickle back the nfl has been the one sport Mm -hmm. that has not had that the nfl not football because we don't give a damn about the xfl or whatever the other thing is that's going on now or i don't even know what the leagues are called and i do this for a living and and honestly can you name a team i can't i'd probably guess um no it's 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 king football (laughs) the nfl the nfl
The NFL wears the crown. All right, we're going to talk to Maury Hanks coming up here. Uh, there is a, a pretty cool event uh, coming to the capital city. Uh, as you were aware, it's the 16th of, the, of December. The promoter who arranged this, his name is uh, Maury Hanks. He's been doing this for a long time. His company is Global Sports Management. 16th of December. Uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow. Tomorrow. HiVTix.com. HiVTix.com is where you can get your ducats if you are so inclined. Uh, tomorrow morning starting at 11 o'clock. And it's only a, it's one ticket, good for both games. So it's a, it's a true doubleheader. You buy a ticket, you're in for the men, you are in for the women. What, where will the games be played? Will the men go first? Do the ladies go first? How are they going to figure that out? Uh, we'll ask that question when Maury Hanks joins us here momentarily. Again, December the 16th is the date of the event, and we will pick his brain as to what we are going to see. Mr. Hanks, also fortunate, he gets to uh, travel with the Drake men's basketball team as they head down to uh, Spain uh, for one of their off-season events. You know, that's very quietly. We need to um, find some time. I think to to catch up on what Drake is doing over there. DeVries, it seems, is uh, yeah, he lost a lot of guys off of those COVID uh, those COVID players that all came back and took advantage of that extra year. That roster continues um, to be built up and be look looks pretty good. Have you been following what DeVries has been doing as far as signing signing these transfers? To go? He's done a nice job. We saw the kid from Northridge as yeah. we were heading out to Vegas as right. he was departing. But there's as well. been two or three others since that we mm-hmm. need to um Maybe take a look at that in the days ahead. Yes. Uh, but uh, right now, as we mentioned, uh, we are joined by Maury Hanks. We're going to talk about this uh, doubleheader event coming up at Wells Fargo Arena on the 16th of December. Tickets on sale tomorrow, HiveyTicks.com, starting at 11. Maury, my name's Ken Miller. My partner is Trent Condon. Uh, thank you for coming on. I look forward to the double dip on the 16th. How long has this been in the works, Maury? Can you kind of uh, peel back the uh, onion a little bit? And uh, has this been talked about? Have you been tried to pull this together for a couple of years? Uh, did the success of the Iowa women's program reignite this again? Take us behind the scenes, if you would. Yeah, no, and first of all, thank you, thank you, gentlemen, for having me on. No, it really came about this spring. Um, I'm doing a few, I'm trying to do some games like this, different parts of the country. I've got a game with Wichita State playing at their downtown arena uh, in, in, in Wichita, in Trust Bank Arena, actually the week before the game at Wells Fargo on December 16th, but so I'm talking to different people, and I'm just looking for good programs that had fan bases and whatnot, um, and uh, that, that, that are excited about their basketball teams. And just kind of thought that you know, hey, I've done I've done a couple games in Des Moines. It's been uh, maybe nine or ten years. I don't know if you remember, but I did the Iowa State Creighton game, and then the next year I did Iowa and Creighton there, and both of those were well. I do remember that? Yeah. I thought I thought things went very well. So. Um, it came about, you know, late in the season. Uh, both teams were in the Big Ten tournament, and both teams are in the NC2A tournament, and you had to kind of wait for that to get done. So sometime in April, and it got done fairly quickly because, you know, both coaches were on board. Uh, they, they went to their administratives uh, there at the, at the university, and uh, we, we got it done. And then I, I went, and um, uh, lucky for me that I, I kind of thought about this, and I, I got a hold on the arena a couple months ago, and they were kind nice. enough to hold that date. And it just kind of all fell into place. So the second part of it, finding opponents, Florida A&M on the men's side and Cleveland State 
on the women's side. Very successful year last year for the Vikings out of Cleveland State. They won 30 games. How does that come about? Is that something that you're working with the coaches as they're setting their schedule? Is that something you're doing on their own? How does the, the back half, if you will, the schedule come to be? Well, I, I, at, at that again, that late date, like I said, sometime in April, most teams have their schedules pretty much done. And so not only do you have to find teams that are, hey, I'm interested in coming to Des Moines, I've got December 16th, you know, 15th, 16th, 17th available. And it just so happens that Florida A&M is playing at Iowa State right around the same oh, time. Oh, is that so right? It's not great for them. And then uh, we, we called a number of people uh, on, the, on the women's side. And, again, it's, it's like, you know, you, you ask a team, hey, do you know come play Iowa two hours from their campus? A lot of programs would say, well, are they going to come back and play here? And uh, I don't really believe that's what the, you know, the Iowa women's coaching staff was looking for. They were looking for a neutral site game, but they didn't really want to return it. So a lot more goes into scheduling games uh, than, than the average person thinks, you know, uh, knows about or and uh, is privy to. Because, again, you want to know if you want a true home and home or if you want a neutral site and then to return the neutral site. And, again, the most important thing is, if you have that date available. Hmm. Was there any, um, I, I guess, the criticism we've heard is, well, why not Drake? Why not Northern Iowa? Did uh, did you reach out to either of those two schools, either men or women's, uh, to see if there was interest on their part, Maury? No, sir. I did, I, I did not. Gotcha. Uh, so the other question that seemingly is um, that we're waiting for the answer, will the men who reached the NCAA tournament. We McCaffrey's had a nice run there, uh, but the women captured the heart of the attention of, of the country, what Caitlin Clark did. Um, certainly. will Who will play first? Will the men go first? Will the women go first? You know, I've been asked that question a lot in the last week, and as of, as of today, right now, I have no idea. Uh, I think some of it may have to do with TV um, and, and, and whatnot, but as of today, right now, when I'm on the phone with you folks, I have no idea. You know, I don't even know what time the games will be. Mm. Um, I, I think that'll be set. You know, usually college football games are kind of set here. You know, it, it game times in the next month or two, and usually from the tournaments I've ran before in different places that have TV attached to them, they start throwing those things out like around Labor Day. So I think come Labor Day, we'll we'll know we'll know you know what what time the games will be. They're, they're, but uh, they will uh, follow one another, right? A half hour apart. It wouldn't be like one at two and then come on back for the other game at 7 o'clock. Your st- ticket's still good, but there's going to be a, a a time lapse in between there. Yes. I mean, if, if, if again, if I had to guess, I'm, I'm making this up four and seven. Gotcha. Know, one game at four o'clock, one game at seven o'clock. Yeah. And again, one, one reason I was excited about doing this game as a from a promoting standpoint is that you know, both, both teams have great fan bases and that, but I, I believe there's, and that's one thing I heard when I did the games in Des Moines before, there's some people in Des Moines or Western Iowa or in Sioux City that say, hey, you know what, I don't want to drive to Iowa City during the winter. Mm-hmm. This gives them an opportunity to drive drive to Des Moines and, you know, make it, you know, if they want to spend the night, they can make a weekend out of it. And not, not only that, they get two games basically for one ticket, like you said. More you guys also run a lot of multi-team events. Uh, last year, Iowa played in the Emerald Coast, Coast Classic with TCU, Clemson, and Cal uh, that were down there in the shores of the Florida Panhandle. Iowa's been involved a couple of different times. Got a pretty good working relationship, it looks like, with the basketball program. 
Yes, yes. I mean, uh, you know, the, there are a lot of programs that we, we enjoy working with, and I was one of them. Uh, uh, for the most part, schools are pretty easy to work with. There's some that aren't, but if you uh, deal with the basketball staff at Iowa, they mean what they say, and they say what they mean. And you know, if they if they tell you they're going to do something, they're going to do it. And I kind of look at it. That's why I've got. I think I've got a pretty good reputation in the business. Is you know, my mantra is I undersell and I over deliver. And um, so we, we we have had a good working relationship and. Uh, um, I, I hope here December 16th at Wells Fargo Arena it goes well again. Yeah, I think you'll have a very good crowd. Do you have, um, with? well, they go on sale tomorrow, so I'm guessing we know price at this point, Maury, for, you know, if you want to, uh, the best uh, best ticket you can buy is going to cost a- X, and then if I want to sit up in the uh, uh, in the corners and the upper sit, decks, yep, how much yep. are those? We have four seats for $150. We have all different ticket, ticket prices. $150 sit on the floor. Uh, upstairs, I think it's twenty five dollars, and again, that's two basketball games. Yep. You know, so uh, we have all different price points of tickets. It goes, like I said, from one fifty up to up to twenty five dollars. Well, it's great. Going to be a fun event here, and getting Iowa back in the capital city is a big thing. How about the Big Four Classic? Something like that. I've already heard Drake, you and I fans saying, "Hey, what about us?" Any conversation at all about the smaller two schools and any involvement there, or maybe look in the future and throw Iowa State in the mix, something like this? Yeah, I have not talked to uh, uh, Drake or Northern Iowa. I'm actually taking Drake on a foreign tour to Spain, mm. and Drake is actually coming to my event that I run, the basketball side of it, in uh, the Cayman Islands this year. But I've not had a conversation about uh, either of those two schools uh, coming to the playing event in uh, Des Moines. It was fun while I was here. Uh, sadly, all good things have to come to an end, uh, as our conversation does with you right now. I think you're going to get, uh, you're going to be very busy tomorrow. I do anticipate this is going to be a huge success. HiVTix.com starting at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, as you heard Maury say. Want to sit on the floor? It's 150. That's good for both games. Want to sit uh, on the upper deck, bring the family or whatever, uh, $25 for your ticket. One ticket gets you both games. No tip times uh, as of now, waiting for television uh, to ultimately ultimately decide that uh but should be a good event and then which uh, which will play first the men or the women maury best of luck with this event i think it's going to be very successful uh and we'll talk to you down the road thank you maury hanks thank you gentlemen appreciate it appreciate maury hanks uh from uh, global sports management is his company so they do a ton of travel packages you want to go out and go to a Nice golf course, bring some clients, they do things like that. Oh, well, that's what they do. Okay. Yes. Those multi team events that I mentioned, he does more of the basketball side of things yeah. with that. The foreign tours. I saw LSU was on uh, one a year ago that they were involved with. So well, he's going to Spain with going the Bulldogs. To Spain with Drake, that's <laughs> yeah. a good thing. And you can have some conversations too. You know, how what if we could get, you know, a, a big program to come to Des Moines and we'll play it at Wells Fargo Arena? Can we get Kansas to come up and play mm-hmm. a game in Des Moines and mm-hmm. have the Bulldogs be quote unquote the host team? DeVries keeps building this program up, it could be a real possibility. Trent, he's done a remarkable job filling that roster. Mm-hmm. Just watching it seemingly, you know, we, we see all the big names right in the very beginning. And it's, I don't want, it's not fair to say the, the leftovers. That's not what I mean. Because um, there's a lot of guys out there. Um, but he's done a nice job taking some of those holes on his roster and filling it up, which means that. We'll probably have to have Adam Emenecker on again next that's, season, that's right? That's not a bad thing. Indeed it is. Talking about friends at Doco Pizza. Oh, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. They need some help. You know, at the Cayman Islands, you need a broadcaster. I'm, I couldn't make myself available. Well, you know you know who's involved with this is Mike Mahon's involved with this, so don't lose his number. Hey, Mike. 
<laughs> I know you're listening. Yeah, he probably is. He probably is. Um, good stuff. All right. Uh, we will take a timeout, switch gears back to the Big 12. Yukon Huskies, come on down. Are they? No. Does it make sense? They can't be that dumb. Who, UConn or the Big 12? UConn. They went through this. Yeah. Go back to the Yankee League. No. Go back and play, play at the FCS level. Stop with the football. So what's, what, what's, what's your marks in game here? He wants a team, uh, an East Coast team? New York City. New York, uh, UConn, a national champion. Is he trying to build his basketball league? Yes. Is this... Uh, let's just for a minute on this. We, we hear Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hear that he believes, Brett Yormark believes, that the Big 12 or conferences potentially are leaving money on the table mm-hmm. uh, with basketball. Every All of these realignment decisions are based on what? Football. Football. Yeah. Um, he thinks that basketball is an, and I kind of believe I kind of think he's uh, he's onto something. Well, here. and what did we see this year in women's college basketball? As the NCAA rights for all other sports are up this year, including women's basketball. Well, they package them all together: mm-hmm. wrestling and track and field, and volleyball and softball. And we found women's basketball definitely needs a bigger cut of the pie. Sure, so they're going to go out and they're going to sell that on its own, as they should. The Look growing the sports, softball. Growing. Yeah. Baseball, growing. Yeah. Volleyball, growing. They're going to go out and sell those on their own. And it makes sense here. Men's basketball, underserved, where, all right, it's a football contract, and yeah, we throw men's basketball and everything else in there. Right. No, 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 no. Split these things up, uh-huh. and you're going to make more money. Uh-huh. I think that Jesus Yormark's a pretty sharp cookie. I really do. I know he's got the promoter background and... um Thinking outside of the box when they hired him, and you know maybe his only misstep is taking one game, not one game from every team, one game from the Big Twelve and moving it over to Mexico City or whatever it was they were talking about, and that was a big pushback. Similar to the Thursday night flex, uh, was was a big pushback. Um, but people are talking about his conference, and if he can get a super conference for college basketball, look, the best conference in college basketball over the last few years has been the Big 12 already. But I get what he's thinking. You add a UConn to it. You add a Gonzaga to it. Um, we'll see. I'm with you, though, Trent. The, the, the UConn doesn't fit. No. Gonzaga basketball-wise, that mm-hmm. fits. That fits. UConn basketball-wise does. It would. But they have a football program. And then they have to drag them along with them. Go back to the going. FCS ranks. Gonzaga needs this. They need to be challenged during the regular season. Well, they've been pretty successful. I mean, played for two national championships. But three then they fours. get there and they just can't seal well, the deal. Is, is it because of that? That's because they haven't played Kansas and Texas and Iowa State. So the five games yes. before that didn't matter. The first Final Four if game they didn't would matter. have been tested during January and February, they'd have been more prepared. I don't think you are being completely honest with our audience right now. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We will talk with Pete Mundo. He owns Heartland College Sports. Big 12 conversation next. Trent's Plays of the Day. Still to come. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.net. Graphite Construction Group is one of the leading names in general contracting across the Midwest. And now you can be part of the Graphite Construction Group team. They're looking for construction superintendents, project managers, project coordinators, carpenters, and laborers. Go online to graphitegrp.com slash career opportunities to apply today. With Graphite Construction Group, we build it better. On June 1st. 
If you're thinking of incorporating or setting up an Iowa LLC, zoom right past LegalZoom and work with Rush Niggett, a Brick Gentry PC. He's set up an affordable online small business package that helps you decide whether to form a limited liability company LLC or a corporation. With Rush Niggett's help, it's easy to form your new small business. Rush Niggett, a business lawyer with Brick Gentry Law PC. Go to RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have... Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips, Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Last summer, my house with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at wolfroofing.net. Just past 1230, Miller and Condon, Trent's Plays of the Day, Circus Sports sponsor those coming up here in about 15 minutes. I do want to correct one thing on the tickets that go on sale tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, for the event. Uh, online tickets go on sale at 10. 10. I've been saying 11. Apparently it's 10. This is from Chris Connolly from the event center. 10 o'clock so, central. 10 o'clock central. Uh, so don't be sitting in front of your computer because those idiots on the radio. To send Th- that idiot. Don't blame me. No, no, no. Your name is on the show. You, you said it, though. I can't be blamed for everything you say. Uh, it's 10 o'clock. Be ready. <laughs> 10 a.m. 10 a.m., not 11 a.m. Let's talk to Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports. What a position. His website, Heartland College Sports, is going to be a lot more eyeballs coming to it if indeed uh, uh, the Pac-12 does go the way a lot of people think. Uh, hello, Pete Mundo. Trent and Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. How are you? Yeah, absolutely, Trent and Ken. Uh, great to be here, and I think it's going to be a wild next few weeks. I do, too. Uh, they can't keep kicking the can down the road much longer, can they? And what I'm referring to, of course, is the media deal that we've been hearing about since February. Well, heck, on, it'll be March. Well, it'll be sometime April 15th, no later than Memorial Day. Now we're hearing July or August. At some point, uh, Klyavkov has to play his cards and show the Pac-12 what he may or may not have as far as a media deal. Well, that's very generous of you, Ken, to say cards. I mean, he could, he'd be lucky to find one card right now. Yeah. He, he's got nothing in his back pocket, and he's apparently the last one that knows it. Everybody knows what's going on here. Uh, they are scrambling for a deal. And, I mean, you guys work in, in media. You know what's going on this year. It's a soft year for ad um, industry services across the board, TV, radio, podcasting, you know, we're, we're in um, a, a recession likely is coming, and, and ad companies are concerned about that. They know that. This is not the time where you say, I'm going to add to my college football package with Washington State, Cal, Oregon State. Uh, it's just not the time to do it. So all these other conferences are locked up. The Big 12 can provide a late-night slot right now with BYU. They can add to that with a couple of extra teams, and that may make more sense from a financial perspective 
for ESPN, uh, for Fox, for NBC, and for others than, you know, going ahead with a brand-new conference package right now. And I think that's where the Pac-12 finds itself. In a way, with the four corner schools out there, with we will see the future of the ACC and if there can be something to do with the grant of rights, is there any kind of buyer's remorse with Cincinnati, with Central Florida, BYU, and Houston to a certain degree, just knowing that maybe there's some bigger brands out there, or are they happy with where they are at 12 and we need to go to 16, 18, 20? We'll figure it out at that point. Well, I think, Trent, if you were to say, hey, would you rather have a Cincinnati or Virginia Tech, or would you rather have Houston or Florida State, the obvious answer is the latter of those two. Mm-hmm. However, the Big 12 is not in the bargaining position that it's in right now had it not quickly moved with BYU, Houston, Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, and UCF. So I think, of course, if if all else is equal, you would take Florida State over UCF. Like, obviously, we all agree with that. But the Big 12 is not in the position that it is to even contemplate that idea um, without having added those four schools as quickly as they did in 2021 and then locked up the media deal they got last September uh, with ESPN and Fox in 2022. So I, I don't think they should have buyer's remorse because, one, I think each of those brands brings something unique and valuable to the table. And then on top of that, um, you know, you're even able to have this conversation about bringing in more teams because of what you've done the last two years or so. Um, so I, they should feel fine, and, and I hope that they do feel fine about it. Uh, when it, when it comes to Brett Yormark, where were you when he was hired? As far as your opinion on what the Big Twelve has done uh, uh, when they named him commissioner, and has your opinion changed, or were you on board with this Yormark hire, kind of outside the box, and what you've seen him do uh, since then? Um, I, look, I, I I can't think it couldn't have worked out any better from where I sit. Well, uh, yeah, when he was hired, um, I wasn't doing cartwheels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also was thinking, okay, this is different. This is outside the box. And then with each passing day, it just made more and more and more sense. Because I think the good old boys club of college sports where, you know, you work your way up to an AD and then maybe an AD ends up getting a conference commissioner job and then, you know, around and around we go. Um, that wasn't going to work for the Big 12. The Big 12 needed something different. They needed something to brand themselves in a more aggressive way. Uh, Bob Bowlesby was was – good for what he was asked to do for the previous nearly 10 years. But in hindsight, going with the next Bob Bowlesby was not a wise play. You needed mm-hmm. somebody who was going to be more aggressive, think outside the box. And ultimately, what makes you, what made your mark so valuable is his connections in the TV world and the media world that allowed him to get that deal done before the Pac-12. Because the whole reason we are where we are today the Pac-12 assumed that, hey, our deal is up in 2024. The Big 12 is up in 2025. They're going to be the last conference to market. So we are in a better position. Well, the Big 12 jumped the Pac-12. They got a TV deal done behind the scenes with ESPN and Fox, in large part because of Brett Yormark's forward thinking and Brett Yormark's relationships in that industry. Without those relationships, um, and the Big 12 sitting there without a TV deal. The Pac-12 may have beat them to getting a new contract. And then, if you're the Big 12 right now, you're left holding the bag. You're left looking for scraps on a TV contract if you had just waited your turn. And for too long in this conference, the Big 12 yep. has waited its turn. 
It's been on the receiving end. It's always been reactionary. It's never been the first one to act. It's never been the one that said, hey, we're getting what we want this time around. They finally did that, and that TV deal changed the entire conversation in uh, the future of this conference and the future of the Pac-12, and the Pac-12 is still paying a price. More expansion candidates. Your thoughts on Connecticut. They would be a full member. Football, basketball. The basketball is good. Football, not so much. And then something like Gonzaga, that listening to your podcast and hearing you and Matt Postens go back and forth a little bit on that, you're not as big of a proponent of bringing Gonzaga in as a basketball member. Your thoughts on those two institutions? Well, I, I was not, and I'm still not totally sold on Gonzaga unless you start adding more out west. But I said this in a recent podcast on Heartland College Sports, and I, I think that um, how we envision all this needs to change. So we're all sitting here thinking, okay, these are going to come in as maybe basketball schools. These will be football and basketball. I think how we need to frame it is the Big 12 is an umbrella, and then under that umbrella will be the sport of football, the sport of basketball, the sport of baseball, softball, soccer, you know, go on and on and on. Because right now, I mean, all the 10 schools from football, they don't play baseball. They don't all play softball. You know that at Iowa State, obviously. Um, so they don't, they don't do all that. So if, if I'm Brett Yormark, I'm thinking basically I'm going to have a basketball conference and then I'm going to have a football conference. Mm-hmm. And you can sell those rights. The big thing that Yormark wants to do is sell those TV rights separately come 2031 when this next TV contract is over in 2031. It starts in 25. It'll end in 31. He wants to basically separate those deals because right now his opinion is basketball is a throw-in as part of football, but it's undervalued on the TV market. He thinks he can create a super conference in basketball and then have a nice, you know, number three power five conference in football. But then come next decade, he can basically market those out separately and sell them separately. So if now we're talking about, you know, really having a basketball conference and a football conference, I like the idea. However, I think Gonzaga would need other partners out West. And I think that UConn would need some other Big East schools like a Villanova, a Georgetown, a Providence, Mm. St. John's, whoever. They probably need UConn plus three and Gonzaga plus two or three for it to really make sense. And then you build out a basketball conference and a football conference. Uh, Fascinating to watch play out if we get to that point. So if we do see, if there is... Uh, the Pac-12, you saw Washington State, they came out, they're, they're uh, fully in belt-tightening mode at this point. They realize, I think they're the first one to publicly, of the schools, to publicly come out and say uh, so that our finances are, are going to change here uh, in the foreseeable future. So if we do get to that point, is it um, when, when do they start abandoning ship? And once one does, don't they all have to? Who do you think would be first? Is, it, is Arizona, is Colorado on the cusp of coming back? back uh, to the uh, of the Big 12. Who goes first, do you think, if indeed the Pac-12 is in dire straits, as we seem to think that they are? I think it's Colorado. Um, they're the ones that I just keep waiting on. And, um, you know, from what I hear, they're the ones that Big 12 people believe are going to jump first. And then, yes, it's totally a snowball effect. I mean, one goes and the floodgates open up. Uh, then it's every man for himself. And, you know, I think that Colorado is incentivized by a few reasons. I think the Deion Sanders thing, uh, you know, on the short term. But then also, you know, let's go back 10-plus years. Colorado jumped to the Pac-12. 
why? Well, they saw the writing on the wall. And they said, boy, we don't have a travel partner here. We, you know, it's not like there was Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. There was Kansas, Kansas State. There was Texas, Texas Tech. They didn't have anybody. So they said, if this Big 12 collapses, we are screwed. And they realized that, hey, we better get out now. Now, there were other reasons that they were incentivized for it. They kind of fit in culturally better with the Pac-12, maybe. Um, but they also realized that we could be the last man standing, and that's the last thing you want to be. Given their history on that front, the rumblings, the things I've heard, I still think Colorado is the school to watch, um, and they're the ones who, if someone's going to jump soon, I think it's going to be them. Heartland College Sports, if you're a Big 12 fan, uh, it's a wonderful resource. Uh, I, I want to let you know before we let you go, just because uh, it's your site, uh, how much we appreciate what Postons does. Derek Duke, uh, you got some good people working for you, uh, committed people, passionate people, uh, and it comes through in their writing and certainly when they join us in the radio. Pete Mundo, congrats on your success at Heartland College Sports, and thanks for popping on here this morning, Pete. Well, we appreciate that, and we couldn't do it without, uh, you know, readers like like you and, and all your listeners and people who are going to the site and listening to our shows and, and being a part of helping us grow. So uh, thank you for that, guys. We appreciate it. Good to talk to you, Pete. Talk to you down the road. Take care. You as well. Yep. Bye-bye. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports, as we take a look at the Big 12. All right, Trent coming off another successful day with his picks. Circus Sports sponsor those. Have we buttoned up our trip? Well, Megas should ask you off the air. <laughs> we're waiting. I mean, we have the. We're going. The dates are good. I, yeah. I guess what I'm saying, I can buy my tickets. Well, if you want to, yeah. yeah I mean, I've got it. I like well, doing it quick. But three months away. No, it's not that far. May, yeah. June, July, August. Got a ways. Yeah. Uh, Float out over there. Twelve forty-five. Yeah, it's true. Now no. we do have the code once again for 30 percent off oh your that's room. where we're gonna get them that's a really good deal we had a really good and, and there's a weekend involved this time absolutely which is great yes yeah. i schedule things now yeah i'm out of the scheduling business <laughs> you you lost your opportunity to do that yep i've turned it over a <laughs> uh, little more on your plate like you need a little bit more miller and condon we'll come back trent's plays of the days des moines sports station 106.3 Graphite Construction Group is one of the leading names in general contracting across the Midwest. And now you can be part of the Graphite Construction Group team. They're looking for construction superintendents, project managers, project coordinators, carpenters, and laborers. Go online to graphitegrp.com slash career opportunities to apply today. With Graphite Construction Group, we build it better. IP race experience. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Ten minutes before one, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3, KX and Omer Fernandi. At one o'clock, the drive with Heather and Sean, as always, three until six. Again, if you are uh, waiting to buy tickets for this event, December 16th, the Iowa Men and Women, tickets on sale tomorrow online, highvtix.com at 10. 10 o'clock, 
That window will open. You can purchase then uh, floor tickets, $150. Uh, your ticket is good for both games. And up in the upper deck, what say, $25? 25 yeah. bucks. Uh, Maury Hanks, who joined us earlier in the program. All right, Trent. Uh, let's uh, see if you can duplicate what you did yesterday, a full slate of baseball. We've got a hockey game. We've got an NBA game. Where are you going? We're going to play hockey. We're going to play NBA. We're going to play baseball. we got a six-pack today. Let's open things up with your beloved hockey. Mm-hmm. A couple of tough losses for the Stars. Yep. They're as good as Vegas. I think. How about laying one and a half tonight? Laying one and a half with Dallas. Uh, it's on home ice. It's in Dallas. They're down to zip. Win. They, it's almost a must win. Yep, yep, yep. And what if I tell you I get plus 185 when I do that? No, that's a big price. You, you like those plus numbers, and that's uh-huh. what I'm going to do. The Stars, minus one and a half tonight, plus 185. Told you my theory in the NBA. I think the Celtics will know pretty early in this game. Yep, I think you're right. Where they are. We're going to play the Celtics, just minus a half. And it's a half, half point first quarter. It's minus 105 at Circa for that. So just have to win the first quarter. And you know what? I think there'll be plenty of opportunities to also <laughs> bet out of that if we see right away in this game. So that's one. Got to make sure the attention's there at 7.30 tonight. So we'll have some seven-year-old softball going on. Hopefully I'm not coaching third base or pitching at the time. <laughs> so can you <laughs> – yeah, that's awkward. We are, you're you're watching your phone. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We, we got to yeah. make sure we're up on that one. We're going to play Yeah, you could ball. log off. Could. Yeah, right, could. Uh-huh. Could and would. Two yeah, different things. Sure. Baseball. Here's the four baseball games I'm playing tonight. Wainwright, it's been okay. Mm-hmm. Cardinals got beat yesterday too, did they? They did. Let down after the sweet after the series win over the Dodgers, maybe. I'm going to play the Cards bouncing back. Minus uh-huh. 135 on the road tonight against Cincinnati. 540 first pitch in that one. It's Barrios, and you know I just got a fade. Toronto him. stinks, Trent. Bradley gets the start on the other side. Who's been good for Tampa? Minus 121 is all. Give me the raise in pick number two on the baseball side. Twins are not playing well. Giants get a good pitcher on the mound. So are the Twins. Should be a fun matchup. Alex Cobb opposite Sonny Gray. Ooh, that is good. I'll take the plus money. Plus 138. Give me the Giants with the third pick in baseball. And right back to the well again. It's been working. And we're not going to change it. Give me the Houston Astros again this evening. They are minus 126 against Milwaukee. A little more minus money than I like normally mm-hmm. in baseball here this evening. Cardinals, Rays, Giants, Astros, Stars minus one and a half and the Celtics to win the first quarter. Uh, the Hawks are going to punch their ticket to the next round. They're up 11-2. Is that what they said? Yeah, they're Jesus. cruising. Sam Peterson, young man from Ballard Huxley, just hit a bomb to make it 11-2, and they await the winner if they hold on of Indiana-Illinois. That'll be the afternoon game. All right, tomorrow's Wednesday. That means Cappy will join us. He'll be here uh, in his normal spot at 12.30. Murph and Andy in five minutes. The drive with Heather and Sean, three until six. We're Miller and Condon. You can hear Trent and I every Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX.